I just, you know, met her yeah, and you became another real person to me through someone else's podcast. Well, guess then what happens? Mm-hmm. I go find your podcast and I might binge six mm-hmm. back. I might binge 16 back. Mm-hmm. I might binge 20 something hours of your content. Hey babe, welcome to the sales and social podcast. I'm so freaking excited that you are here with me today. Are you ready to simplify your sales and learn to sell in a way that feels good, but also brings you in more consistent cash? If you find yourself feeling like you're doing all the things on social media, but it's not converting, you feel like you have inconsistent cash months, but you desire more reoccurring revenue, and you just want to sell in a way that feels good without feeling salesy and also have a lot of fun on your journey to entrepreneurship, you are in the right place. Hey, I'm Jillian. I'm your sales queen and your soon-to-be podcast BFF. 22 years in the corporate sales space, losing my job during the pandemic, having no freaking idea what I was going to do, but knowing that I had a God-given talent for sales, I quickly shifted to the online space, where I have not only been able to grow my own personal business from zero to 500K in just 18 months, with nothing more than a Zoom link, a paper planner, and a whiteboard, I've helped hundreds and hundreds of others scale their businesses and explode their sales. So grab your beverage of choice, a pen and a paper, if you're anything like me, And let's dive into today's juicy episode. What's up, babes? Welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited today because of all things, we are actually talking about podcasting (laughs) and uh, we have Joanne on the show today. So Joanne, tell us a little bit about you, who you are and what you do. Hi guys. Um, I am Joanne Bolt. I live in Atlanta, Georgia, and I have spent the last 20 plus years in the world of real estate. And then since COVID transitioned into being a coach, a cheerleader, your hype girl for women entrepreneurs. And my focus right now so lights me up. It's women podcasters and how we get our messages and build our businesses behind a microphone. And that's what I'm up to. Amazing. Amazing. Speaking of Atlanta, I am actually speaking at an event in um, Atlanta in October called Prosper. So we'll have to get you out there and uh, get you all the deets on that one. Heck yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's half business development and half personal development. So it would be it'd be great to have you out at that event. Oh yeah, right up my alley. I love it. Yeah, and in my hometown. <laughs> I know. I, when you said Atlanta, I literally was like, oh my god, that's amazing. Yeah. Um. So awesome. So tell us a little bit about how did you get into podcasting and how did you fall into lo- in love with podcasting? Oh my god, I think like everything else I did, I've done in my life, it was quite frankly by accident. Yeah. I mean, I, think I got into podcasting, happened, right? Yeah. By accident. Yeah. In fact, the I run the B Word podcast, and it is the third attempt at podcasting that I've ever done. During COVID, I was I was bored, you know, like everybody else, and I was like, "Well, how can I spice myself up? How can I like entertain myself?" Everyone was going online, and it was great. And I thought, "Let me just start this podcast, and I'll talk about referrals because that is how I ran my real estate business. I've never made a cold call a day in my life." I don't even know how to start doing that. I've always just worked by the people around me and my network. And so I started doing that podcast and I was like, okay, this sucks. I suck. Like I can't come up with content because at the end of the day, I really don't actually know how I generate business. It just, it's, it's so my zone of genius that it's too natural for me to actually teach other people. And so I quit with that podcast and a friend of mine, Tina Bellavo, who is at EXP Realty, um, Tina was like, Joanne, oh my God we should podcast together and we should teach real estate agents how to run big teams because both of us ran teams at the time. And I thought, sure, why not? Okay, let's do this. And so Tina and I started running the Tina and Joe show. And then she had a baby and Mm -hmm. took maternity leave. And I was like, okay, 
It that was just a Joanne show. Right. Like can't be the Joe <laughs> show without Tina. And you know, it just, it wasn't aligned at the time and it didn't feel natural and it didn't feel right. And so I thought, okay. And I went back into just working with female entrepreneurs because I was already working my way out of the real estate world. And I thought I have to have this podcast because it's something you just do. And I'm yeah. air quoting um, yeah. over here, but I thought it's just a piece of marketing. Let me just do this. It, it really went in my marketing bucket Mm-hmm. much the same as any other piece of marketing that you do that your heart's not into. Yeah. And somewhere along the way. And, and we, we know how that works out when something's your heart's not in something. Yeah. We know how that ends. Yeah. Badly. Yeah. Um, but I'll tell you something along the way I realized I would much rather pick up the microphone mm-hmm. and talk into it and talk with my audience than I would do almost anything else. I love and it. so then when I started taking the podcast seriously, episodes started coming more naturally and the answers started coming more naturally. And I got way more just interested in what I was doing. It finally clicked on me. This actually is a fantastic tool to use in your business if it's done right. And if you love doing it, and if not, it comes across, across the mic, you know, if it's a chore, it comes across. And I just, so it kind of evolved for me. That was really long winded. So I have to land the plane. So I'm sorry. Long winded way of, I just accidentally became a podcaster. I love it. So what is your podcast now called? The B word. <laughs> the B word. I love it. Yeah. And what does the B word stand for? Well, it's a play on, you don't have to be a bitch in order oh, yeah. to You can be drop a- all the swear words on right. my show. I, you don't have to be a bitch in order to be a fantastic female entrepreneur. My last name is Bolt. And so it's also a play on the B from Bolt. And it kind of just, I don't know. I just really liked the sound of it when I put my podcast together. Now I, I will ask- tell you if I were to do it again today, I might name it something different, something a little bit more obvious as to what I'm talking about, but I'm an Enneagram eight. We just dive into things and do yeah. shit, you know? Yeah. Speaking of the Enneagram, I was just on Tracy O'Malley's podcast. So shout out to Tracy. Oh, totally she is, heard it. I'm obsessed. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Tracy is so amazing. So if you guys are not familiar with the Enneagram, go grab Tracy's podcast episode. So podcasting, I believe is so powerful. I think it's mm-hmm. powerful for so many reasons, building your authority, so many things. I've talked about it so many, but from someone who is like podcasting is your jam. Why do you believe in the power of podcasting? I mean, let me count the ways. Yeah. Which, You're how like, much how long time is this episode? Today? The one I'm most obsessed with right now, currently at the moment is the evergreenness of your podcast. Yeah. So I can go and Jillian, I can find you on, on Instagram, right? And I might start loving what you're doing. And I might look maybe binge three rows down on Instagram and I'm going to see just your last three rows of content. And I might get a total of 12 minutes worth of you yeah. because reels and whatnot. I can find you. And I actually, I mean, we met otherwise, but I actually did listen to the podcast with Tracy and I heard mm-hmm. you on it. And I was like, oh my God, I just, you know, met her yeah, and you became another real person to me through someone else's podcast. Well, guess then what happens? Mm -hmm. I go find your podcast and I might binge six Mm -hmm. back. I might binge 16 back. Mm -hmm. I might binge 20 something hours of your content. Yeah. And so it doesn't live for 30 Mm -hmm. seconds. It lives for 30 years. I mean, that's the reality of it. Yeah. It's, it's so true because it's interesting. So Tracy O'Malley and I'm going to tell, I'm going to tell a story. So Tracy O'Malley and I are actually in a mastermind together. And until I was actually on her podcast, I had actually never listened to her podcast because I'm not one who's like super ingrained in Enneagram. Right. So I was actually just at an event this weekend in Columbus and I drove to Columbus four hours there, four hours back. Wow. And sometimes yeah. I actually listen back to my own podcast. Cause I like to hear like what I could do different. 
And our episode came out the day that I was driving there. So I listened to my first, I listened to my episode. Then I was like, that's a good episode. I listened to four hours of Tracy's podcast, The Way There. And then I listened to four hours of Tracy on the way back. So I listened to eight and a half hours of Tracy O'Malley's podcast that I normally probably would not have listened to if I would not have listened to that first initial episode. So what you just said is so spot on. And now there is no doubt in your mind that she is the goat of all goats on the Enneagram, right? hundred percent. I literally just gave her like so 10 shout on my in podcast. your world now because you have spent so much time listening to her. I can listen to people's Instagram stories all day and I might think I get to know them. I yeah. listen to them on a podcast and I really feel like they're my bestie. Yeah. So because and that know, know, like, and trust factor increases your sales way more than anything else you could do. Yeah. So in my opinion, of, but you're the queen of sales. Yeah. I mean, you're the queen of podcasting. So let's marry them together. So because that is what you feel our people are doing so well, let's talk about what people are not doing well. Cause I got a lot of podcasters that listen to this show. What are you like? This is so cringe. This is also so red flag that you're doing on your podcast. And these simple shifts can actually make you so much better at podcasting. Not talking authentically you. Yeah. Like I can't stand it when people, and you can tell when they have written out every word of what they're going to do on the show and they're only going to read that. It comes across. It comes across. And I mean, I'm guilty. Like when I first started podcasting and I started figuring out who I wanted to be on the podcast, like, yeah, I wrote that shit out and was like, okay, let's, you know, let's give people good educational material. And so I want to make sure I don't forget a point. And it sounds like I was reading it. And now I recognize when other people do that, I'm like, oh God, no, I can't listen to you. If I can't listen to you more than a minute and a half, I'm off your podcast forever and you've lost me. And so what a mistake that is. So I think, yeah, you can have bullet points of what you want to address to make sure that you're getting them, but otherwise just talk. Yeah. Like you're talking with your best friend, talk and let your dogs be in the background. Yeah. Yeah. We were just having that conversation. Yeah. Don't worry if it's not perfect studio quality, because for the most part, your audience is listening to you because you're not so big in their mind that they can't reach out for you. You know, you don't want to be unattainable to them. And so don't fake it. Yeah. I was actually just asked to be on a podcast recently and I'll share this true story with you guys. And I didn't fill out my form. Okay. You guys, if you guys know anything about me, you know, I like can't even get into my email. I'm like a hundred years old when it comes to tech. Right. (laughs) And my team member was out of town. So this lady had asked me to fill out my form like a hundred times. I didn't know how to get into my email. I didn't know how to get onto my Google drive. It was like this whole fucking situation. So she literally slid into my DMS and she's like, Hey, we have a podcast episode today and you did not fill out your form. And I was like, I'm sorry. Can we just like riff on the podcast? And she was like, no, I have to go off of the form. And I was like, ew, so gross. Like if you cannot have me on your podcast and we cannot just like riff, that is going to just, it's just not going to sound good. So maybe you're listening to this podcast right now and you're like, oh, well, I, I have people fill out forms. I mean, I have people fill out forms too, but don't make it that it's like, Hey, Joanne, so tell me about your career in podcasting, right? It's like, just have an open conversation with people, get it flowing because that's what keeps people engaged in the conversation. Yeah, absolutely. You know, my biggest pet peeve is uh, people are going to like yell at me for this one, but no, if you are going to be on my podcast, really the only thing I want from you is what photo do you want me to use in my publications? Because God forbid I have to go and download it off of your internet site. And then it looks like crap, you know? Yeah. 
please let me present you in your best light. Or I don't like it if I'm interviewing someone and they can't take 30 minutes to be in a quiet place. I don't care if they have the best material. Yes. But if they're at a Starbucks, you know, they didn't so take annoying. it seriously. And therefore the audience is going to hear that too. Yeah. Yeah. I get that too. I was interviewing someone recently and like 17 different trains went by and I was like, dude, can where you, like, you go, can you go inside? Like, are you at a park? Like where literally are you? And I love that you talk about showing up like authentically on the podcast and just being you because my dad, who was a super successful entrepreneur, and he's going to listen to this podcast episode. Cause shout out to my dad. He listens to like every podcast episode. My dad refuses to be on the podcast because I say fuck like 27 times on the podcast, <laughs> but I'm like, dad, I'm not going to show up and be different on your episode. Like, I'm not going to do it because that is not who I am. So I love that you said that about just being who you are is what draws people into your podcast. Okay. I love that you even want your dad on your podcast. My dad cannot understand what I do. (laughs) I don't know if it's a generational gap or whatnot, because it's not like I don't think he really knows what I do. I'm kind of old. Like we didn't have podcasts when I was growing up. He didn't mind it when I was a real estate agent because he could tell his friends like, oh, my daughter's real estate agent. But now he's like, what do you do? I don't understand. What am I supposed to tell my friends? Like what, Joanne, can you even support your family? Podcasts are free. How does this work? I mean, he cannot wrap his head around it. Yeah, that's so funny. That is really funny. Yeah. So people who are podcasting right now, what is your take on like podcast swaps? And what is your take also on like podcast pitching? Ooh, Let's go for pitching first. Please do. I think a lot of people do podcast pitches and only a few people do it well. Me too. Scouts Agency, um, Scout Sobel, like she does it well. If I get something from her, I'm probably going to take a look at who she's pitching to me. But a lot of other agencies will just show up in my inbox. Yep. With a two paragraph about this person and why they're perfect for my podcast and you can tell in the read, they've never listened to my podcast. Never. They read the, what the podcast is about. Yeah. And then they tried to fit whoever's paying them to get them on podcast into that yeah. so that we can, you know, we can get them. And then most likely, and this is my biggest pet peeve. If I do read their bio because I'm bored and yeah. I'm in carpool line and I'm like, yeah, ah, nothing else to do. Let me read this one rando email. And I respond back. Sure let me have a conversation with this person about the podcast or let me get them scheduled. And then I get the, Oh, we'll connect you. Yeah. Holy fuck. Are you kidding me? (laughs) You just pitched me, me, my pod. And I took the time to respond. Your next response better be send me your Calendly link. Like I don't need to have to work at this to get you on my podcast. You reach out to me. Yeah. No, that one, that one drives me nuts. Yeah. I get so many random like pitches and it's, it's always about them. And, you know, I guess I say this in sales all the time. It needs to be about the other person. Like, yeah. Like how is this beneficial to me? Like what's in it for me? Right. It's like, if you making it all about you, you've already lost me. So again, please don't DM me about why you're so great. It's like, why are you so great? And how can it benefit me? How can it benefit my podcast? All of those things. And truly, the people that have made it on my show, the people who I've connected with, it's because there's a genuine connection. Yeah. We've met in the DMs. We've connected. I've like genuinely got to know them. And the thing about that is too, then someone like Joanne, we meet in the DMs. We have an authentic conversation. 
look how much better the conversation is on the podcast. The people that have pitched me so awkwardly, the episodes are awkward because there's yeah, no, they are. there's no like relationship, right? <laughs> I had a PR company pitch me this girl and she had a really big following. So I was like, fuck it. I'll have her on my podcast. It was so awkward because like we had no like energy between us. I didn't really know her. It was like, okay, like time about your manifestation tips. It was just like this super weird, like awkwardness. So it's like when you already know the person, you can just jive so much better with them on the show. Agreed. It's why I think you can use some agencies to book you on podcasts, but the truth is you're much better getting into membership groups or events and meeting people who are podcasting. And like you said, sliding into the DMs, getting to know them on a different level before you ask them to let you be on your podcast, before you want them on your podcast, because that conversation flow happens so much more naturally. Mm -hmm. So you are a podcaster, but how does your business make money? What do you do? Well, that's been the big journey over the last year and a half. I will tell you, it is quite okay, a, you a podcast coach. Do you help people start? Yeah, I mean, like, what do you do? I started out just as a, a female entrepreneur coach. And now I'm, I don't coach podcasting in the sense that you, you know, you need this microphone, plug it in. You know, I take you from after you have plugged the mic in and gotten on the airwaves to the next level. Love so it. I have a group called podcast her. I just started this community. So I will what a tell great you name. the baby steps and I'm a, and we're having, I'm doing my first mastermind in September. Yes. Three days here in Atlanta with me, with some of my best girlfriends who are all podcasters to help people get out of their own way and actually make money on the microphone. And that's really, that's the big money makers, you know, is podcasting. The other piece is I actually have a subscription. Mm-hmm. So on Apple Podcasts, I do two episodes a week. They're short, simple, and to the point. And then once or twice a month, I pop in a subscription-only podcast episode. And I did it just to kind of test the market and see what would happen if there was that one episode that you only had access to if you could do a small payment. Mm-hmm. And I, I think my pay, you get to pick what you charge on Apple Podcasting and I think I did it like a dollar fifteen an episode because I like those price points where it's a no brainer. Yeah, you're like, oh, this is a no brainer to hit yes to. And then if I didn't love the episode, I'm not upset. And if I did love it, awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not gonna like cancel that subscription because it was a dollar a month. Yeah, I mean, you can't go to McDonald's for that and get <laughs> no. anything. No. So that actually took off. That took off in big, big ways for me. So those are the three main ways that I make. Um, I make my money. Little bitty price points, a mid bitty price point, and then the big mama price point. Yeah, I love the subscription model on the podcast. That's absolutely amazing. How many episodes do you put out a week? Two? Two. Yeah. Two a week. And then my second question I wanted to ask you on that was, how do you find that most people monetize a podcast? Because a lot of people that are have podcasts on here, but they're not monetizing it. Most people monetize it in the way that I hate the most. Mm-hmm. And it is ads. Mm-hmm. It's like a commercial in the middle, you know, the middle of their. I know I hate podcast. it too. No hating on anyone who does go that route. For me, I always follow the business plan of do unto others as you want done to you. Same. And if I'm listening to your podcast and there's an ad, I'm the girl hitting the you know move forward thirty second Important. button. Like yep. please no, I, I want to listen to you or, or your guests. I don't want the advertisement. And so I personally choose not to do that. But a lot of podcasters do the mm-hmm. ad route. Um, my recommendation if people want to go that route is just get a flat rate sponsor fee 
You know, if you've got companies that you love their products and you want to get paid by them, just get a flat rate fee. I will mention you at the beginning or at the end of the podcast and will not bug my people with a commercial in the middle Mm -hmm. and let that be how you monetize your podcast. That's the reality is you can charge a lot depending on how big your email list is, depending on how many downloads you get, how big is your subscription level. It's the big package you put together when you present it to companies you know, it's not just, are you going to get 10,000 downloads on this one episode? Mm-hmm. It's, and then you'll live in my show notes. And mm-hmm. we have an email list of 50,000 people that we then send it out to, you know, like mm-hmm. let them see the big picture and they'll just give you the, they'll give you the check for it. It's fine. You yeah. don't have to do the advertisement mid roll. hate that. It's so good. That's so good. So people are listening to this right now. They're obviously going to be obsessed with you. I'm obsessed with you. Where can they find you? <laughs> Tell us mutual, all the things. girlfriend. Oh my God. I'm obsessed. <laughs> uh, where can they find you? Tell us all the things. They can find me at joannbolt.com. And if they want to join the community for the podcasters, it's just forward slash membership, all lowercase. Super easy. I've got a 30-day, very special pricing going on, but I've actually got a code for your listeners. Yes, tell us. So they can just, it says, you know, do you have a promo code? And you can put Jillian in as the promo code and it will give them 25% off of um, any level of membership that they choose to do. Oh my gosh. I love that. You guys go over there, join her membership, put in the word Jillian. You know that there's nobody they don't bring on the show that I don't massively edify. There's lots of you guys that are wanting to start a podcast that are podcasters. And this is why I bring you guys such valuable information. Joanne, this is the last question that I ask everybody on the podcast because it is a sales podcast. What makes you buy from somebody online? If I like them. There you go. Easy peasy, right? It's that simple for me. If I like you, I like the sound of your voice. I think I like what you say and how you say it. I'm much more likely to hit the button and buy. Amazing. So you guys go be yourselves, go be authentically you because you can't fake if somebody likes you or not. Right. Um, right. So yeah, go be you, go show your voice, go get on your stories. Uh, Joanne, thank you so much for being here today. Thanks for having me. Absolute pleasure. And hopefully I see you very soon again in real life. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. Thank you so much for tuning into the Sales and Social Podcast. If today's episode has you fired up and you loved it, could you do me a huge favor and leave a review over on Apple Podcasts or take a screenshot and share it on social media and don't forget to tag your business bestie. And while you're there, connect with me on the gram at the Jillian Murphy. I'm on a mission to change the mindset of sales. I want people to love sales because the reality is sales is the foundation of everything you do. It's how your business generates revenue consistently. So show up and be unapologetic about selling because once you fall in love with selling, babe, sky's the limit. So I'll catch you on the next episode, but until then, feel free to slide into my DMs because I cannot wait to get to know you better.